Hello, welcome back to NG Meets. Hopefully you're all staying safe and uh, handling this lockdown as much as you can. Obviously we're starting to see some easing of the lockdown, albeit only minor things and also a sort of roadmap to where things might go. So maybe we're starting to get a sense of uh, of some light at the end of the tunnel. There's still a long way to go and I suspect some ups and downs. But there's lots of people out there not letting that stop them. And among them are my guests this week. That's uh, Ben Welsh and Trisha Gardner. And they're here to talk about Not Stopping, which for those that don't know, is a huge virtual festival taking place on the 23rd and 24th of May. That's the upcoming bank holiday weekend. This is a huge event uh, taking place and it's going to cover absolutely loads of different types of events music comedy poetry uh, creative writing uh, uh, food events there are community challenges things like that where you can people can take part in um, all sorts of events taking place more being announced all the time it's brilliant they're looking at sort of 150 to 200 hours of uh, of activities taking place from live streams events, pre-recorded events, uh, TV streams, things like that, loads going on. They're working really hard on getting this turnaround really, really fast. I mean, it was only announced a couple of weeks ago, and I think this is just just fantastic. Um, it's going to be really exciting, it's going to be really interesting, we're going to see a lot of unique things happening, people, you know, adapting to these situations. So I wanted to find out more about the plans, so I was... Uh, able to have a chat with Ben and Trisha about it. Uh, if you don't know, they were both involved recently in the Light Night, uh, Light Hustle, sorry, event, which took place and raised about £6,500 to support Nottingham uh, creative folks that were obviously struggling at this time. Uh, this event is about raising, uh, raising or well, about supporting frontline workers there's a chance to nominate frontline workers for gifts and treats and awards and things like that, which you can find out more about in the episode. Um, before we get started, I just want to say we had quite a lot of technical issues in this episode, particularly Trisha's uh, feed was was very up or down, so uh, you, you won't hear massive amounts of Trisha because she had real problems with the connection. We also lost Ben at one point during the connection. Uh, also, Ben was actually outdoors uh while the recording takes place, so you will hear effects. But that's the the, uh, the treats of recording remotely, as is at this time. But there's still plenty to enjoy in this episode. Some fantastic information about this festival. Please give it a listen. Check it out. This is going to be a fantastic event. The Not Stopping Festival, as I say, taking place on the 23rd and 24th of May. So just a couple of weeks away. Uh, that's all I'm going to say for now. I'm going to let you enjoy the show. So this is NG Meets, Ben Welsh and Trisha Gardner of Not Stopping Festival. This is NG Meets and today I'm here with uh, 
Trisha Gardner and Ben Walsh from uh, Not Stopping Festival. Uh, thanks, guys, for joining me this afternoon. No worries, Darren. No worries. Thanks for having us. No problem. And uh, like I say, obviously, we're here to talk about Not Stopping Festival, which is a, a brand new festival that I think was announced about a week ago. And yeah, is a, yeah. a, a huge virtual festival that's going to be oh. taking place. Obviously, it's, it's been a very strange year. Uh, for live music and festivals and events and uh, you guys have decided to to try and do something a bit new and a bit different yeah yeah well we we decided to work together with our director of Hockley Hustle and Trish's um, project the Circle of Light project uh, we decided to collaborate um, on a project that we were going to be doing for youth music for give a gig week and um obviously lockdown happened and we rang each other and decided to still try and do it in a digital format and so we did light hustle which was a few weeks ago um which had about 40 nottingham artists and artists who were all over the world um and raising money for nottingham artists to create a hardship fund for freelance artists across the city that are and county that are struggling and need emergency help so we did that and it was a great success and loads of people tuned in from all over the world and there was like 30,000 views in total and um, and then after that we kind of got kind of been asked by a couple of people from the creative quarter and the council to see if we could do something a bit bigger that might kind of bring together lots of the cultural organizations in the city uh, raise some money for frontline workers and um, launch a big community connect project across the county for ways for people to get involved excellent and like I say obviously the uh the event earlier in the year, the Light Hustle event, mm. that kind of, um, you said that kind of came out of circumstance. Um, it mm. was initially an actual live venue festival mm. and you didn't, you know, you didn't want to lose all that work. And I mean, that was had to be turned around into a virtual festival pretty quickly from what I remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, you know, it turned out to be a massive event. I mean, you had, yeah, you had I mean, we... brilliant people on it. We Sorry. decided to do that because, um, one, because we said we were going to do it, but then two, we recognised that lots just lost the oh. income stream, so we decided to do it to try and raise some money um, to actually, you know, give people a little bit of money to survive, really, freelance workers, so it was a response to that. Mm. Yeah. Excellent, and like you say, and I think it, it did really well, it raised a few thousand pounds, didn't it, towards the... Towards yeah, yeah, we got six and a half, just over six and a half thousand pounds, which was sixty-five individual hardship funds. It's still open, um, and there is still some of the money left. So, if there's any freelance artists out there who needed some emergency help to fill cupboards with food or pay for a bill, then please get in contact at hello at hockeyhustle.co.uk because there's there's still a bit of it left. And it's it's mm. fantastic, and as you say, because there are obviously a lot of people you know mm. within that in the arts and music community that was suddenly well you know like in society in general but the rug was pulled out so suddenly mm. and in a way that not not one of us has ever experienced in our life you know this no. is unprecedented absolutely yeah and i think we're used to working in in not these this specific condition but in this kind in these kind of conditions of having to as freelancers sort things very last minute and get things up yeah. and ready and do it and if you have to give a couple of weeks for free with a team of 10 people to make something happen then you do it and that's what it was with light hustle so it's kind of like we've engaged and and uh yeah engaged in a way that we're, we're used to in some ways on just on a bigger global 
kind of scale and it's lovely to, to, to be asked to kind of do something of this of this scale bringing together everybody it's like uh, yeah freelancers coming through to, to help support the cultural offering of the city I suppose even though that sounds very funding biddy but it's it's true yeah so so now we move on to, to not stopping festival so mm. if you can give us sort of a, a brief sort of overview of, of what what the plan is there and what that's going to involve yeah so it's a two-day virtual festival that kind of acts as a bit of a fringe festival if people are familiar with that format so it'll be kind of it's a multi-art form it's comedy film music art and design food community well-being green focused and we're putting together a program of events um with about 80 organizations from across the county who have all contributing content and doing new stuff and organizations are chipping in with different content from stuff they've they've filmed from before but also brand new content and great organizations commissioning stuff so that's going to all make up a kind of weekend extravaganza um we'll be doing one live stream from uh, that will be streamed on knots tv that'll be like the light hustle stream um which will be fun and that, and then there'll be a brochure which will link everybody to each category and where they want to go and how they click through to people's own pages so yeah kind of two-day mega festival with hopefully everyone in the city and county getting involved um and then a big community connect project kind of attached to that which is eight mini projects creative projects that people can get involved in at home and make not stopping festival feel like it's it's theirs as well as as well as everyone else's who's involved so um yeah a variety of different projects that we launched yesterday um one of which is called right up my street and it's a I'll let, actually i'll let trish talk about right up my street if you want trish if your connection's all right yeah i mean my connect, connection's dropping in and out so it's like yeah is a collaboration with um, nottingham university the university of nottingham and the idea is um to write a story on your street so one house will start the first paragraph um which will then be emailed or posted safely and then that second house writes the second paragraph and so on and so on to the whole street have written an element of that story uh, child friendly and then they uh, scan it send it into us and then it, it will be at the weekend so we don't know what the yeah. story is going to be because everyone's you know in a different situation in lockdown and different families uh, but it's about engaging you know with each other and writing and we'll see what happens but this is history in the main mm. just shall i repeat that darren some of that um yeah, yeah. you can do yeah because it's a little yeah. bit um it's a little bit in and out isn't it yeah i think we've got the most of it uh, but yeah right up my street in partnership with the university of nottingham and the idea is for people to get creative and write a story as a street so someone on a street will start writing a, a child-friendly story write a paragraph and then safely pass it on to their neighbor uh, who'll write the next paragraph and then so on so forth until we've got a story for each street and then we're getting some familiar faces and some people to be reading out um uh, the stories that we collect in on the during the weekend of the festival as part of the main live stream it's interesting that so that sort of event that you talk about because it's almost there's almost a sort of paradox feeling to what's going on because at the minute you're, you're in a lockdown sense where you can't actually sort of mix properly with with neighbors and people that live mm. by and yet at the same time there's been a sense of community that hasn't been there for a long time mm. uh, you know people helping each other people you know we've done it you know we've got uh, neighbors are on the high high risk so we've you know where we've picked mm. this up for them when we're out 
and things mm. like that. So it's it's like a weird paradox where you can't like go around and spend time with people, but people are actually in some senses mm. closer with their neighbours than they've been in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I think we, we've seen some absolutely beautiful things kind of occurring in the way of unity. I think the NHS clap at eight o'clock every Thursday is is wonderful. And actually, I've never met um, loads of my neighbours. And as much as I'm like, okay, we could also do with respecting them properly and giving them a pay rise, um, a clap and seeing your neighbours and being out on the street all together feels um, feels lovely. I've got and my 90 year old grandma is down in Bex Hill at the moment, and. Uh, she's on her own, and we are in, in an assisted home. But I've, there's a guy who's put his put his contact details on this support group in Bexhill and said, if anyone needs any help, and he's been doing her shopping for the past few weeks. Like there's little things like that that just those little acts of kindness, and I think and ways to still connect people. We're sending out uh, fifty thousand flyers with postcards attached to them for people to send on to their neighbours that they've never met, um, and tr- trying to find ways that that we can yeah kind of boost the positivity and the, the uplifting feeling which i think lots of people got from light hustle which was a really special thing around a really difficult time there's another train um and so yeah so i think and we've got to try and find some positive stuff we feel like it's our duty to carry on delivering some stuff and bringing people together and it's only possible because of every organization and sponsor and partner and funder and member of the core team all being like yep all right let's do it um, and that's why it's snowballing into, into such a such a brilliantly kind of big thing. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that stands out most about the festival. Obviously, is it is like you said, it's a fringe event style event. So mm. There's so much, mm. so many different things, so many things that you know anybody can get involved in. I mean, yeah. I saw I think uh, there's like a there's a cooking or a recipe type thing going on. I think yeah. Himma with Himma, Himma, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and yeah. there was a few other things, and I think there's a thing, even a thing where you can send a message uh, to frontline workers. Yeah, nominate like a frontline worker and, to and get a gift treat or experience. Yeah. And I think that's mm. one one thing about a situation like this is it does bring out, I guess, innovation and creativity because you've got to find mm. unique and different ways to do mm. things. Um, so that, I mean, you know, that's that thing, isn't it? That sort of adversity tends to bring out the creative side. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so there's, there's absolutely no way we're going to be able to, you know, cover every, <laughs> everything no, that's no, going on. And I'm no. sure a lot of it is still, um, you know, is still in progress. Mm. I imagine there's, you know, like you said earlier, that you you know you're in and in and out of conversations, um, oh, virtual yeah, meetings all the time. And I think it was only yesterday. Yeah. said um, it was only yesterday that yeah. you sort of released the information on the, the sort of community. Yeah. Project. Yeah. So it's, very... it's like we're doing we're doing a timeline which normally takes. I mean, at Hockley Hustle, it normally takes us kind of the whole year and a few months of kind of intense work to get towards kind of pulling off the, the festival that we do so it's having to do that in kind of at speed luckily we've got organizations helping but also kind of um logistically organizing all the organizations to organize <laughs> takes yeah. quite a lot um but but also we've got a great team that have got look between us have got great experience through events and community work and arts-based activity and providing opportunities for freelance artists so i think that's that's why yes that's why it's nice to be asked and and feels real like Nottinghamshire kind of is, is coming together on it yeah and I think it's going to be so great as well because having something like that I mean um 
we spoke to um, Alex from My House, Your House a mm, couple of weeks great. ago. And obviously they came back, didn't they? You know, as mm. when the lockdown happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the things we talked about there was just this having something to look forward to at the minute. Because mm. there's mm. a lot a lot of the time where, you know, everything sort of days are almost blurring into to one to a degree yeah. because of the lockdown. And it and we don't know when, you know, they talk about easing things and that, but we don't actually know when this is gonna get back to any no. sort of semblance of whatever new normal is gonna be. So just exactly. having having something on the horizon to look forward to, I mm. think is is so important, not not only to, to cheer people up, but for mental health and everything and for people. Absolutely. Yeah, having something to engage in as well. Um, I think, yeah, that's why the projects, we're putting them out to try and engage people up until the festival. So it's not just the weekend. Yeah. And we're also hoping to archive a lot of the stuff from the weekend so that people can use it at other times as well. Um, but yeah, we're going to also work towards getting to what, like getting a, a festival kit ready that people can kind of like, we've getting some food, local food vendors and where they might be able to get a drink and, um, and, a, and a wrist, make your own wristband and going to try and make it kind of make everyone feel like they're having a little mini festival, even if it is through some screens and speakers. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's it. You want that as much as possible to, mm. to recreate that festival feel, you know. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Even, if, even within your own home. So, mm. brilliant. And um, as I said, there's still obviously a lot going on and a lot for people to keep hold on. And this is going to, t- obviously, well, I don't think we've mentioned this yet, but this is taking place on the... Uh, the end of May Bank holiday, which is the, the 23rd yes. and 24th. Um, so it's, it's what's about three three weeks away now. So two and a half weeks down. Two and a half yeah, weeks. there you go. You, you know exactly. Two, week, two weeks on Saturday, mate. Well, that's even that's even less than I thought. I say it. I don't yeah, know. same. Um, it feels yeah. like April lasted about yeah. six months. So it's <laughs> yeah. But when no, but, then when, you, but when you're working on something. That doesn't work mm. like that, does it? Yeah, you say so oh for you. God, it's, no. it's going to feel like three days, probably. <laughs> it's absolutely zipped. Yeah, it really yeah. has. I mean, I speak to Trish more than I speak to my mum, uh, or speak to, <laughs> speak to anyone ever. Um, are you still there, Trish? I know it's been a bit in and out. Are you there? Yeah, I've not been speaking because I don't think it's very good connection. So. No. Oh, but that sounded good. Uh, yeah. That was. You talked about obviously you're working with a lot of of mm. different organisations. You've already mentioned. You know, University of Nottingham are involved. Mm. Uh, I know, you know, not. I think you say Notts TV, you're going to be having a, a stream yeah. on there. And then yeah. you've got, you know, City of Literature. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not from London, just the tonic. So it's, it is really a massive collaboration of the Nottingham, you know, creative and See, entertainment yeah. sector. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think it's been, yeah, to have all the major theatres, all the... Kind of leading comedy people, the Nottingham Poetry Festival and the Poet Side, like the art and design community, kind of past and present from Nottingham getting involved. It's uh, yeah, it's amazing. It's 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 the kind of event that we've been talking about for years, really, which is like the Nottingham Fringe Festival. Um, yeah, and uh, it feels it feels like it's going towards that. And why not why not do it all in person next year, Darren? That's what we think. Well, that's it. I mean, if you can if you can pull it off virtually, <laughs> yeah. But obviously, with us with so many groups involved. That obviously, and particularly given the situation, that obviously raises huge logistical issues because you can't yeah. you can't get together with with representatives in an easy way. And I know, obviously, in a similar way to a recording this, there were mm. Zoom and and mm. various virtual options, but it still obviously raises 
logistical logistical challenges getting everyone together that I guess yeah you've had to overcome and, and plan out very quickly. So what's what's that challenge been like? Yeah, it's been it's been mammoth. But a lot of the a lot of the skills that we're using on it are things that we do with Hockley Hustle where we get together X amount of people. So it's just about adapting them um to this to this kind of format. And I think uh yeah, I think we've got a, we've got a good team on it, and we've had lots of phone calls. And there's a few of us on the core team: there's myself, Tommy, Trish, and Ian. So uh, we kind of divvy up certain things and and um, and have our content. We've also got lots of our own contacts through a lot of the work that we do. So a lot of it yeah. is phone calling them, being like, "We're doing this thing. Are you involved?" And it's like, "Yeah, cool. What do we need to do?" Um, and uh, yeah, so I think it's just been people have been willing, which has been great. We haven't done like a big group Zoom. We haven't done that one. We've just done big group emails and uh, and then lots of conversations and then internally kind of having a catch up every couple of days. Um, but yeah, it's taking it. I mean, there's a, there's a big team on it. There's at least 10 people working on it most of the time, yeah. um, as well as then all the contributors. I think, yeah, I think we're going to have at least like 200 hours of entertainment over the over the weekend. It's looking like at the moment. That's so, brilliant. Yeah. So, like yeah. You, but it's, you... yeah. Like you said so, as well, if you you're talking about hope, the hope is that you can package it well, yeah. together, and then and and have um, packets of it or however it's released, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. you know be great for people because you know this could could be going on for some time yet, you know, and possibly really, re, you know, even if it does ease down, there's further mm-hmm. lockdowns potential down the line. So having that kind of availability that people can, mm-hmm. you know check out the bits they missed or yeah exactly or relive it you know we all love yeah. to relive those great festival yeah, yeah, events yeah. don't we absolutely so another logistics yeah. issue obviously is mm. for example when you've got say hockey hustle which you know you're obviously mm. a director of and been involved in that takes place in multi-venues across nottingham and mm. each venue obviously has a sound set up a, you know, mm-hmm. a sound manager to look after it yeah, that's not an opportunity here. And I know from no. talking, one of the things when I spoke to Alex, one of the big issues he's had with relaunching my house, your house, has obviously been mm. the support, technically mm. technical support, mm. because people are at home and it's all got to be done remotely. Yeah. So that obviously yeah. again adds an extra challenge. You can't have you can't have one of your sound because not you know everyone's skill set, everyone's is different people's mm. equipment in their home obviously a lot of it is not of the same you know qualities of mm. each other there's differences in the quality mm. and what equipment they've got available mm. but i guess that and so that is, again that's something that's yeah that's a, a logistical it's definitely it's definitely come up i think um lots of lots of artists that we work with whether they're musicians or film or comedy or poetry they they are used to creating digital content so yeah. that's good that's good in terms of equipment the phone fo- like fo- it's not it's not people also are kind of it's the accepting that it is really homegrown really and that it's quite uh it is people having to respond to this so it's not as much of a priority but there's also we've got a great technical team uh, lewis who's our technical manager for hockey hustle and has been taking over stuff for the logistical side of this it's kind of advising what's easier based on organizations kind of needs really so everyone's going to be doing it differently some will be streaming through facebook live some will be doing it on the youtube some will be doing both some will be scheduling pre-recorded stuff so it's a constant battle we've just got to kind of make sure we're in we're in touch with every organization that are providing content so it's just kind of seeing what's right for them and not trying to create too much of a headache for them 
um, but also see it as an opportunity for them to kind of stay present in this time and be doing something. And if we pull all the resources, and that's technical as well, like obviously Confetti, Knots TV, have got fantastic technical resources who are supporting massively the process, um, along with organisations like the Playhouse and Lakeside and um, DHP and Rock City and those that are involved. Lots of staff members are on a furloughed, but between us, we're working it out. And I think actually, yeah, it's that you just kind of work through each bit and troubleshoot where you can and have a support system in place for those that aren't as technically advanced but actually it's not about being as technically advanced it's about us all joining in with something on this one and I think that's we're going with that as a priority and that feels yeah feels good yeah I think that's it it's it's that just them giving them the knowledge I guess more than anything that that Mm. support is there if they need it Mm. Um, yeah exactly like you say you, you no one's expecting you know someone performing a set from their bedroom to sound like they're playing at Wembley Arena. No. But yeah, you want them exactly. to be confident that if on the day they do or in the run up they do have an issue, that they know that yeah. the support is there and that the knowledge yeah. is there for them, which is obviously because yes. that's that's the last thing you need, isn't it, when you're about I to know, perform. I don't know. Yeah. We've yeah. seen that happen in live venues in a similar mm. way, you know. Well that's exactly. Why yeah. Just, that. yeah. So um as I say, obviously, it's, it's difficult to talk too much about how, what stuff's going on because it's, you're still in, yeah, in process. Are there, any sort of, are there any sort of events that you can talk about as yeah. well or that have been? Definitely. We've, um, we've had uh, uh, Shane Meadows and Vicky McClure, you may have heard of, yeah. are doing a Q&A, doing a Q&A for us with uh, a tele- Nick from the television workshop, which is great, where Vicky trained. Oh, I think we might have lost Ben. Is he... I don't know if he's gone through somewhere with no signal. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> um, but yeah. So he was he was talking about there the the Q and A with uh, with Shane Meadows and Vicky McClure. Um, this is one of the events you've got going on. Don't know if you're able to, to tell us a little bit about yeah. that while we were. It's going to be with um, the Telemark. Um, and then we've also got Jeannie Finley, who's um, a filmmaker. Yeah. And uh, she's doing um, interviewing a sister, a sister. So they're interviewing each other. So the two women in the film industry, both do different jobs, but they're just interviewing each other to, um, to see how it's actually had an impact on them, COVID-19, on, on both of them as women in the film industry. Um, and then we've got... Uh, when we did Circle of Lights last year, which was our album, we had um, lots of young people who worked with Scorsese, the rapper, yeah. plus lots of other musicians um, to create this album. So some of those young people are making little videos of themselves, of songs that they've written in isolation or, you know, pieces of uh, music that they've been working on previously said to them wherever you lock down do something creative and send it in so we had them on at the uh, light hustle and then yep. we've got some more of them on this time um, we've got may money penny who award last year for live performance so she won the national award and she uses a loop pedal and it's really quite unusual and she's going to perform as well so she's been working out different ways of using a loop pedal in her, her home oh cool that's been quite a challenge for her yes, and for the young people. So I think it's been interesting for them because they're having to respond in different ways. So Yeah. Yeah, it's, I guess that's another thing, isn't it? It's a, it's a, a challenge and a learning experience for them practically. Hello. Hello. 
Sorry, my phone died. That's what oh. happened there. Okay, no worries. So, uh, what, no worries. Well, Trisha was uh, just giving us uh, um, details on some of the things that's taking place. Obviously, Great. you mentioned the Vicky McClaw Shane Meadows Q&A with the television workshop. Yeah. And she yeah. mentioned uh, uh, the event with Jeannie Finley. Yeah, yeah. And, We've and also got uh, Wolfgang Buttress, local artist who's going to be yeah. doing some stuff for the festival. Um, we've got Di Alley, who was a, um, a judge, a mentor on the Great British Portrait Challenge, um, which is really exciting. And lots of workshops and Wigflex are doing a great amount of uh, doing a live stream at the weekend and a, t- a TV channel, which is going to be definitely worth checking out. Um, yeah, it's coming together nice. Lots of poetry festival stuff from previous years and uh, Metronome and Dot to Dot Festival are doing a live stream, which would be pretty cool. Um, and a festival stream sorry not a live stream yeah yeah it's kind of coming together it's nice having the, some of the big ones with some of the small ones as well and engaging with lots of the freelance artists that we work with to do some interesting kind of comedy characters or upcycling workshops and various things like that so yeah i think i think the program's going to be rich uh and uh yeah we're going to be releasing that next week cool. and so hear all about it Damn. i think so i think one of the i think one of the I guess positives. I know it, it can't always feel like there's a lot of them at the minute, but out of, out of this of event is going to be the, like you said, the sheer breadth of, of things that are going on. Mm. Like you said, you touched on it, it is very, very much that fringe feel as opposed to a music festival. Mm. Um, and because there's going to be people are going to be looking at, at unique ways to do things within the confines mm. and the constraints that they're in at the minute. So there's going to be yeah. a lot of, I guess, innov- innovative ideas coming out of this, um, mm. which we've, we've seen yeah. in other things, you know, we've seen things like uh, local comedian, Scott Bennett, who's been doing a show from his shed. Right. Yeah. And, and things like yeah. that. So, you know, and obviously left line would have been doing the sofa yeah. sessions from different houses. So we are seeing, you know, people really coming up with, excellent ideas to mm. do, to sort of adapt and like yeah. say, within the constraints of being stuck at home definitely so, and i think that, that see the, seeing the positive side of how digital connection can can be be great at the same time as it have its kind of pitfalls and we don't want to be in our screens all our life but i mean my grandma's managed to um work out whatsapp video calls so we've been calling quite a lot which has been amazing and i think people getting more in touch with some of those innovative kind of ways of content delivery and consumption, I think is really cool. And also the festival is, is starting to kind of start quite a lot of new partnerships and new relationships of kind of either smaller individual artists or organizations linking with bigger ones or kind of being in, yeah, being alongside those people in a festival with, we hope that this, and we're kind of commissioning certain projects and things for new partnerships and, um, yeah, it's exciting on that and what and how hopefully some ideas from this will kind of germinate into into kind of projects and partnerships moving forward. Yeah, I think that that again that's just, it's you know where we where this goes from from to the next step, isn't it? Like you say, you know, there's yeah. the opportunities moving forward. Um, you know, whatever it is, you know, however long it is till we can start seeing yeah. events taking place, you know, it's it's looking like in terms of large gatherings we're probably looking at next year at the earliest yeah. no i don't think we're yeah. going to be getting any any large scale festival type no. events this year 
um, no. but this but then but hopefully next year like you know this this is a something that can then can be taken forward and become a sort of physical uh, event and obviously not I think personally and I'm, I'm, I'm entirely biased and entirely um, limited um, sort of research on this as someone who's lived only lived in Nottingham sure all their life but I mm. think Nottingham does these kind of events brilliantly you, know, mm. you look at the festivals that we've got obviously the Hockley Hustle which you're a part of but then you know dot to dot yeah um, branch out which I think is the only one that did manage to get in this year mm. um, so this it, beat the street be, sorry that's yeah that's what I meant to say branch out was one yeah. few, few years ago similar thing but yeah. yeah so beat the street which took place earlier this year just before everything mm. uh, locked down but I think Nottingham, mm. Nottingham has also always my to what from what I'm involved in it has been very good at, at coming together and putting on putting on these great events and I mm. think, you know and obviously it's helped that we've got quite an, a sort of a small but varied centre city centre mm. but yeah it's, yeah you know, um, and at I this. Yeah, I, th- I think it's um, it's like yeah, we're tapped into to to that to that one, and it there's a, there's always been quite a DIY feel to uh to Nottingham ever since yeah. I've been a like grown up in Nottingham and started going out and seeing the events and then getting involved in the events and then making events and I think there's a yeah, there's definitely a kind of yeah, massive brilliant culture. I mean Trish, Trish and Ian who ran a club back in the eighties, um, the Cool Cat and. Another one. What's it called, Trish? The other one's still there, Trish. I don't know what Trish is there. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm just uh, oh, right. not, not talking a lot in case it doesn't come through very well. <laughs> no, go on. Um, I'm babbling yeah. on. You run the garage, and then the and then the cool cat, and then the double bubbles. So we've been involved in the music scene for many, many years. Yeah, and, a, and not that long ago, obviously, there's the the loft house. Yeah, um, which is where. This you know, NG Digital started. <laughs> yeah, we we yeah. used to broadcast yes, from the little back yeah. room there. So, yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been to some of my favourite gigs there. So. Oh yeah. 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 And it that was an, a funny little place, but it was good. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Like Ben mentioned the DIY, and that's one of the things I loved about some of the the places we've got, like the Loft House and like um, JT Sour. Places yeah, like that. Yeah. Some, so just some incredible sort of places that get turned into venues. Absolutely, it's, yeah, proper. It's brilliant. So, I mean, even in in, in uh, over in Chil- over this way in Chilwell, uh, the old Barton's bus depot mm. got turned into a you know it's got a little venue that they do music in, and then yeah. the big depot bit got turned into like a market and sort of right. food store. But yeah, it's it's incredible work what kind of little things pop up absolutely yeah well it's great and, and actually part of what our job is to do this in order to be representative of the whole county really if we can is is, is do some research and like as well and widen our networks of kind of cultural organizations that are doing stuff often on a much smaller scale um and community with with kind of trish trish has been involved in this project the mayflower project that rachel carter's been running in the county with Inspire and uh, it's been some fabulous stuff that is going to be amazing content for a lot of city folk to kind of get get involved in and try and yeah keep keep those partnerships going and and shouting about all the great things about the whole the whole county 
Yeah, excellent. And that's it. And it is, especially at the minute, I think as well, it's so important to to be shouting about about these kind of groups and these people because, you know, it's, it's such a tough time for everyone. Um, yeah. And, you know, you need to make sure these that these people are getting supported as much as we can. You know, back Absolutely. Up, you know, whether it's the individual performers, the venues, the promoters, the the, the charity organisations, anything like that. Yeah. You know, because um, you know they need to be. We need to be shouting about the rooftops, supporting them in whatever way we can, and then hopefully they can get through Absolutely. this and be ready for when we come out the other side, whenever that is. Yeah. Um, because mm-hmm. you know some yeah. of them are going to be really struggling, as we as we know. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, this will help. Hopefully, this will be part of something they're part of, and will keep people engaged in people's activity. And yeah. they'll be more, they'll be even more likely to support when things get back to whatever normal is. Yeah, it. and like you say, hopefully, it, you know, it brings people that are because there's so many different things going on as well that it hopefully brings people um, from outside mm. the sort of core scene. Mm. So you know, you yeah. know, bringing bringing communities in and uh, that, that may, don't necessarily normally engage in this kind of event. Yeah, which is all yeah, I'm, don't get you know. Yeah, so it's, it's the kind of wide reach that they deserve often. So yeah, it's yeah, it's cool. And and I think it'd just be great for those for those people that get to take part. You know, some of them are maybe giving them something to focus on, giving people something to look forward mm-hmm. to. It's so important mm. because I think one of the things that perhaps doesn't get enough attention at the minute is the is is people's mental well-being yeah i mean obviously we're all the we're all obviously focused on the keeping people safe and the physical uh health side of it but yeah there is there is a massive issue with people's mental well-being you know particularly people that aren't able to work at the minute or you know mm. the people that aren't lucky enough to be in in supportive homes and things like that Mm. Um, yeah, I think it's a big part. Yeah, we've got we've tried to put uh, we've got five different well-being. I think it's just the uncertainty. No, say exactly that. It's the uncertainty, and then we tried to address some of that with the the workshops, which what Ben you can say about that. Mm. Yeah, the well-being workshops. Yeah, we've got a few different ones that are about kind of cooking and some which were yoga related and meditation related and dance related and um yeah there's going to be a nice variety of different partners kind of bringing together some of that offering um and and obviously trish the, the reason we came together is hot Hills and circle of light which was an amazing project bringing together young people focusing on mental health and they've just yeah. had a record been pressed and it's a uh, it's uh, very exciting and some of the young people they're working with is, is brilliant and it's just been revolutionary for a lot of them and trish probably won't shout blow her trumpet quite as much but it, it needs saying that the kind of yeah the work that, that Trisha and Ian have done for years really is all about empowering young people empowering artists there's a train just to ruin the spot that <laughs> but um I was uh yeah Trisha and Ian were the first Trisha taught me how to write a funding bid which allowed me to do loads of the art projects that I do today and um yeah empowering through the arts is is, is such a special thing and has had such an impact on the circle of light young people and and hopefully having a festival like this and the individuals involved will will contribute to that through everyone chipping in which is what's wonderful about it yeah so on, and on a on a personal level for you because obviously you are 
a performer yourself mm. and you you know you, you i know you've been out all over the world performing so mm. how important is having this to focus on for you because obviously you can't do that at the moment yeah you know yeah. you're not out because i know you do stage shows and things and that's and that's going to be one of the late you know potentially one of mm. the last things that comes back so on a personal level how important has it been for you to have have something like this to focus on when sort of that's been taken away um yeah i think uh for me i've, I've always since i was 18 and been freelance really i've always done stuff as well as stuff so i've been kind of i've done i'm used to having lots of side jobs and doing festivals and events which i love producing as, as much yeah. as i do performing so i think um yeah it's, it's been hard and i think a lot of my friends and peers that are in like the acting community and and kind of don't have as much other stuff to focus on it's, it's it's tricky so i feel grateful for having the opportunity to kind of focus on something and do something that um i can put my skills to and that uh yeah it's, it feels like it's a good thing for the city and and also keeps me focused and and yeah i mean we i run a theater company and we're writing a show at the moment we uh, received some arts council money before lockdown and so some of that is able to still happen which is good um and but yeah i mean who knows the theater industry particularly is uh, is very fragile at the moment there's already theaters closing and that's going to yeah. be a very um sad time for a lot of a lot of theaters and particularly smaller community local spaces so um but we've got to, we've got to deal with what we've got and uh I've always been like that, I think. And so cracking on and having collaborators like Trish and Ian and Tommy are all yes people and just want to make stuff happen means that you can have a, yeah, a good focus and, and an exciting project to be doing all the time. <laughs> yeah, and then obviously, like you mentioned earlier, about in part of this is about making use of, of the technology we've got now. And obviously we all know mm. technology, obviously, get you know, often it's the negative side of technology that, that makes the sort of, news mm. as it is mm. but it's i think it's it's definitely fair to say that the, the, the technology has has been a lifesaver you know I, mm. I mean, i've talked to people about imagining if this had happened you know i look at like my kids what they're able to do in mm. terms of school stuff and keeping yeah. in touch with their friends and i think about when i went to school mm. that wouldn't I'd, that wouldn't have been that wasn't there the, these kind of events couldn't have taken place, you know, even maybe 15 years ago because the technology yeah. just wasn't good enough. So as difficult as this and as the problems that are there with technology, it is, it is op- offering some amazing opportunities at the moment. Mm. That, mm. Uh, you know, it might seem like a thing, but potentially saving lives. Yeah. I think I think definitely so. I think in terms of some of the lonely people that if they didn't have that kind of link link up, and I think it comes under a lovely umbrella of connectivity. Yeah. And actually, if we if we can connect to people and people within our family and friends and communities, then we're we're better off. And so that enhances that in a really positive way. And I think um, yeah yeah, but yeah, it must have been it would have been a very different landscape if this had happened twenty years ago. Um, I don't know what we're doing, but we've got a doorstep disco, which is going out on radio stations at seven o'clock both days. So that people might have tuned into the radio and done that. Maybe we could yeah. have just done 12 hours of dancing on your doorstep. And that would be <laughs> That does actually sound quite good fun. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that yeah. <laughs> oh, excellent. So um, I'd say a lot of the, the information is going to be coming out over the next sort of week or so. 
Um, mm-hmm. so, so that's people to keep an eye at. So I guess that brings us to where the best places are for people yeah. to, to keep up to date and keep a track of what's happening and what's coming up and yeah. all the new announcements. Great. So yeah, we launched our Community Connect projects uh, yesterday. So people should check those out. And also the lineup will be coming next week. And the best places to check them out are the website, www.notstoppingfestival.com. N-O-T-T, stoppingfestival.com. Uh, see what we did there? Yeah. And then the, uh, the social, social media handles are at Twitter, not stopping. Uh, Facebook.com slash not stopping festival and Instagram at not stopping festival. So keep up to date with that. Get involved in the projects and send us some of your stuff that you're working on. And uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Brilliant. Excellent. Right. Um, well, I'm going to let you get back to your day. Um, Thanks, unless, you know, if there's anything else you just want to add, obviously I don't think well, a key thing that we, you touched on at the beginning, but obviously one of the key parts of this festival is it is, to support the key workers yeah. that are out there on the front line. And I know you, you, we did mention earlier that you can nominate mm. yeah. key workers. Um, so how, so did you want to just sort of give us yeah. a little bit of a talk about how that yeah. will work or how it does work? Yeah. So that's the From Me To You project. Um, and you can find information on it online, but also people, it's basically nominating a key worker um, someone kind of close to you or someone that you think deserves a nice gift treat or experience um, nominate them by sending a video via on social media and tagging us and then we're going to try and get as many of the people to have some nice gift treats and experience it might be a, a meal for two at a, a lovely restaurant in Nottingham or football tickets to a local football team things like that um, which are some of the prizes that are coming in and uh, yeah we really want to get people uh, involved in that I think if there are organisations that can support that either by spot, uh, kind of donating on the gofundme that that's online but also by donating any gifts treats or experiences that might be nice for a um for a key worker so any spa any other things like that um but yeah so yeah we'd really like to push that as far as we can brilliant and i think that's it because i think it's it's incredible what and the key workers you know and there's, there's so many different um people then obviously you've got the nhs workers but you've also got you know the people that are are still out there working in the stores mm-hmm. you know and you know potentially putting themselves at risk so that you can still get your food in and the delivery drivers that are making sure stuff's getting around the country yeah um, been, you know so been people yeah so you know it's it's tough for all of us but i think you know there's an element that you look at what somewhat those people are going out there doing every day and i don't know staying at home doesn't mess maybe seem quite <laughs> such a big deal <laughs> um yeah absolutely well i think fish i think fish said it in one of her quotes but um yeah this festival is dedicated to them really um Trish, have you got anything on that uh, yeah i mean exactly what ben's saying there um it is dedicated to them and you know we want it to to be from people so the nominations are really quite important um because there are a lot of people that have been working all through this and I know it's very difficult for people who have been locked down, but, you know, there's people that have been working around the clock. So, you know, to receive a little treat or something, you know, just to say thank you, I think it's really important. So as much as it's great for the entertainment and it'll be a lovely festival, um, I think it would just be you know, a really nice thing to do and important. Yes, it definitely. I agree. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much, both of you, for joining us. Thanks, Darren. And uh, I know I'm looking forward to the festival yeah. and, uh, 
you know, catching as much as it. I don't know that I'll be able to get uh, 150 hours in, but <laughs> nah. so, well, as you say, hopefully uh, there'll be plenty there though to keep me going for however yeah. long this lockdown goes on for. So there you go, massive thanks to uh, Ben and Tricia there for taking time out to have a chat about the festival. Obviously they are so much going on, they've got to turn this around so quickly, so much going on, you know, completely unique things going on as well, different uh, different logistics they're having to adapt to. So it was great of them to give the time to chat to me. As I said, as you'll have heard, there's, there's quite a lot of technical issues there. Um, Unfortunately, these things happen, particularly on recording remotely. But I think there was uh, definitely a lot of interesting information. Found out a lot about the festival. Uh, again, it's taking place on the 23rd, 24th of May, just a couple of weeks ago. So much going on. Do check out uh, the website and things to find out more. As I say, this is supporting frontline workers as well, and I think they are well deserving of support. These people are, are out there. Maybe NHS workers, store workers, delivery people, public transport folks, uh, and so many other people that are still out there working, care workers, uh, and people like that. You know, teachers that are having to look after key workers, and even you know, home teaching, so um, to keep your kids learning, things like that. So many people working really hard. Obviously, you know, this this is an unprecedented situation, and. Uh, we're all in this together and it's just nice to thank these people. We're also in this fantastic festival to look forward to. I think we all want something to look forward to at the minute. So thanks again for joining us. Uh, don't forget to check out all episodes of NG Meets at ngdigital.podbean.com. Please like, review, let us know what you think. We're available on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Podcast Addict, uh, Google Podcasts and, and all the other usual podcast apps. Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash NG Digital. Uh, Twitter at NG Digital UK if you want to get in touch with us. Um, next week's show, I can't announce the guest yet. We're recording that in the next day or so and then I'll let you know online. So check out our social media to find out who our next guest is. It's a pretty exciting one. We've got more lined up with recording as well. We'll keep these coming through this lockdown. Um, that's it for this week. Stay safe, look after yourself, follow the guidelines, uh, stay home if you can, keep up you know, the social distancing, and we'll be back next week with another episode of NG Meets. <laughs>